This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com and, and always at, at the game. The, 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 the game. State Farm. State Farm Prep Sports starts now. 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 It's high school sports on News Radio WGNS. Brian Barrett and John Dinkins take you to the game with complete coverage of Rutherford County High School Athletics. Now, let's get you to the game for today's broadcast. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Stewart's Creek High School. It's the site of tonight's sectional game one of the best two out of three between Stewart's Creek and Shelbyville Baseball on WGNS State Farm Prep Sports. Brian Barrett here, John Dinkins on the way as well with your starting lineups in a few on the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch, sponsored by the law offices of John Day. They felt thousands of people get help when they have needed it the most. If you're injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. Time now for your Prentice Alsop Heating and Air pregame coaches corner. Talking with Stewart's Creek coach Brian Howard here tonight. Brian, you got yourself here in the uh, sectional game. Stewart's Creek hosting for the first time in school history. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we're really proud of our guys. It, there's not a whole lot of first left for our program, but this is the first time we've done this. And, and it's all the kids and assistant coaches, so we're excited. Well, you've been around long enough to know it's it's really hard to win on the road, but this whole thing is much different now, best two out of three, and so uh, this brings a whole new aspect to the sectional round. Yeah, interesting to see how the new format plays out. We, obviously, we designed it so the best teams are going to be in the state championship tournament, and uh, I like our depth, I like our team, and I think it gives give us a chance. Well, uh, before we talk about Shelbyville, uh, kind of talk about Gage Hoover. I know he's been uh, – He's a Mr. Baseball finalist, and you have to be awfully proud of that. Yeah, I love that kid, man. He's a, you know, he's been a, a, a multi-sport athlete, and he came out after a, a really good football season and has put together one of the best seasons I've ever seen in 23 years of coaching. Uh, he he swings it. He plays hard. He's a great leader. He's a coach's echo. Uh, just really happy for that kid and looking forward to see what happens for him in the future. Well, I know that that also reflects on your program as well to get, uh, uh, you know, accolades like that. So what do you know about Shelbyville here coming in tonight? Well, we try to do a little bit of homework. We know they are doing the one thing you got to do, and that's play well at the end of the season, and that's what they're doing. They're a scrappy bunch. They got fast, physical kids. They got several good arms, and we're going to have to play if we're going to get out of this thing. So. So uh, tonight you play game one, game two is tomorrow with the if necessary game after. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. Who are we going to see pitch for you tonight? We got Zachary Lawson, senior league commit going tonight, and uh, we'll figure it out tomorrow. Coach, good luck tonight. Uh, Go get him. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Coach Brian Howard of the Stewart's Creek Redhawks joining us on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air pregame coaches corner. You know Prentice Alsop Heating and Air services all major brands and in most cases offers same day service. Be sure to rely on the Ream Pro Professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air to keep your home or business comfortable year round. Call 890-1311 or check them out online at PrenticeAlsop.com. That's Prentice Alsop Heating and Air on West College Street time to get a look at your starting lineups here in this game. John's got those for you. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Winners Trophies, and JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates. John, take it away. Hi, Brian. For the Shippeville Golden Eagles, it'll be William Bobo leaving it off and playing left field. Jaquay Beverly will be the designated hitter. He'll bat second. Hitting third is Carson Williams, the shortstop. 
Batting cleanup is the third baseman, Nick Johnson. Hitting fifth and playing center field is Kyler Trice. Nick Hopper will be over at second base and bat sixth. Caleb Miller will be in right field batting seventh. Hitting eighth is Mason Shavers. He'll do the catching. And Marcus Wilson will be at first base. He'll bat ninth for the Golden Eagles. And Parker Burks will be on the mound, number 32, for Shebeville. For Stewart's Creek, Coleman Neese will lead it off and play right field. Nate Severance will be the designated hitter tonight. He'll bat in the number two spot. Gage Hoover will hit third and play left field. Aiden Swartz carrying a hot bat right now. He'll bat in the cleanup spot and play third base. Easton Barnett will be at second base batting fifth. Lex Falzone will be the catcher. He'll do, he'll bat sixth. Hitting the in the seventh spot and playing shortstop tonight for the Red Hawks, J.J. Odom. Cade McLemore will play first base and bat eighth. Uh, Tayden Monavong will be in center field and bat ninth. And Zachary Lawson will be on the mound, as uh, Coach Howard mentioned, uh, a lead commit, and he'll be on the mound tonight for the Red Hawks. So it's Nice, Severin, Hoover, Swartz, Barnett, Falzone, Odom, McLemore, and Monavong for the Red Hawks tonight. Shebeville will be the visiting team tonight. Stewart's Creek is in the home. I guess it's not white. It's kind of an off-white with black stirrups and black uh, numbers. And Shebeville will be, as you would think Shebeville would be, all blue, with a little navy, sky blue. Atlanta Braves 1982 blue with a little dark blue trim. How's that? It's got the, uh, yeah, the. Got the yellow or the gold in the The royal and, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I'm just not quite as good as you at that. (laughs) we got to get all of the palettes in, you know. Brian Barrett (laughs) joining me here in a beautiful night for baseball, probably the best night we've had all year. Uh, without a doubt, and the last week and a half, almost two weeks, has has just really been miserable trying to get in games. And uh, between Middle Tennessee and high school, we missed five broadcasts. Um, and hardly ever do you have that happen in in college, especially. And uh, when you just have certain nights, it, it's just been crazy. But the payoff is very good right now. I think maybe a little uh, rain or so um, Friday, but. Next week, right now, knock on wood and fingers crossed, is looking like some good weather for spring fling, and we've got a lot of teams that are hoping to make it there, including this uh, Stewart's Creek team. And Smyrna is on the road at Walker Valley, so they've got to get things done on the road here in this uh, new sectional format. Very unusual that we see two from this district at the top of the heap playing in the sectional and not having somebody from uh, Rutherford County, but or Murfreesboro, that is. Uh, But, you know, Stewart's Creek with a good program. And Smyrna's been, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Uh, resilient this year. And uh, they've got a good ball club. They, You know, they really have been. um, They kind of got hot at the right time through the tournament and played Stewart's Creek tough. They played five times. They're 0 for 5 against them, but they played them tough. And, um, you know, that that has them battle-tested, so we'll see what they can do at uh, Walker Valley. You've got Eagle Bowl Baseball playing in the sectional as well, so that's your three baseball teams that are still alive. And uh, in softball, Riverdale and Smyrna are playing tonight at Smyrna in softball, and Eagle Bowl is playing as well in the region finals. You win that one, you play the sectional on Friday with a spot in the uh, spring fling next week on the line. Game tonight, and the winner, it's a two out of three, Brian, yeah. uh, this tournament, or the, I guess tournament, I guess you'd call it. But uh, if Stewart's Creek wins tonight, 
They will play again tomorrow and a third game if necessary if they lose the second game or the first game tomorrow. So a lot still up for grabs and a lot that we still don't know about, but um, it's getting closer and closer and winding down, and we'll know pretty much by the weekend who's going to be in first place and who's going to take it home and go to spring fling. So all a lot of excitement in the air. Oh, most most definitely. Now, today, most teams are playing the first two games of the sectional today or maybe even tomorrow. Eagleville, for instance, with their 29-5 and record, they are uh, playing tonight in baseball. So we'll see how that one turns out for the uh, Eagles. They had a, an earlier game. They were playing at 4 and set, 4.30 and 7, which will be the schedule tomorrow here with uh, Stewart's Creek and uh, the Shelbyville Golden Eagles. They, The teams have lined up. The umpires are still talking, and uh, a great place to play baseball. We're going to have a little trouble seeing the scoreboard tonight for a little while to that sunsets, but, hey, I'm not complaining about sun whatsoever. Game time temperature is probably around 78 or 79 degrees, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Right now my uh, thermometer still says 81, but, um, it feels like 81. I, I won't argue with you. 79, 80, 81, somewhere in there. And I think it's going to be in the 70s for the most part of the game today. Humidity is down, so that is a good thing. And I did want to make a correction. Eagleville is playing Hollow Rock Brewston tomorrow, 4.30 and 7 in their uh, sectional. And the if game would be on Friday. But, uh, yeah, it's really a, really a great day. I mean, I guess if you had to go through all of the other things that we have, um, you know, in terms of rain the last week and a half, at least you get a payoff here. And one thing that the rain has done, this field looks about as good as it's ever looked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly that outfield out there tonight. Um, and, uh, Brian, uh, you're kind of doing like I'm doing. You're thinking it's Thursday today. I, I, I have felt it's been Thursday all day long. Yeah, it's it's kind of been a weird week in terms of the schedule and such. But, um no way to tell anybody what we're going to be doing for spring fling. We're going to try to cover as many teams as we possibly can. Depends on how many are in it. Uh, you know, and time conflict sometimes uh, uh, enables us not to. MTSU as well. So we'll just have to let you know. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll have the first pitch here on State Farm Prep Baseball. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. For more than 30 years, my team and I have worked hard to help injured people throughout Middle Tennessee. Over that time, we've helped thousands of people get the legal help they need when they've needed it the most. And if we're not able to help or aren't the right lawyer for you, we'll do the best to point you in the right direction. If you've been injured, call the law offices of John Day for a free consultation. And remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? An app for easy payment. Solar energy solutions. I just want to talk to a real person when I need help. Energy tips and low rates. Done, 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 done. I want to fly my car to the moon. Uh, Houston, let's talk about electric vehicles. Energy service life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at mte.com. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. 
What are some of the advantages that Carpets by Osborne has? Being a family business and being uh, locally owned and operated, we do free estimates. We have our own subcontractors that work for our business. We will come out, look at your floor covering. Throughout the whole process, you deal with an individual. You're not passed off to different contractors. We handle it from start to finish. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. One hot and ready classic. We actually changed it with... What? You've changed, Little Caesars. You've changed! You've changed! Ah! Tell me why! It tastes even better because we added 33% more pepperoni. Give me one of those. Little Caesars Pizza Pizza in Murfreesboro. Four locations. Memorial Boulevard, South Rutherford Boulevard, Old Ford Parkway, and Warrior Drive. Walk in and walk out with a new hot and ready classic with 33% more pepperoni. Pizza Pizza. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Emerson Williams here in uh, Smyrna on Enon Springs Road West at Hazelwood Drive. That's Emerson Williams at 615-459-2683. All right, Brian, Zachary Lawson getting in his warm-up tosses here, and it is standing room only tonight at Stewart's Creek. I think the good weather's brought everybody out. Yes, uh, indeed, a, a very, very good crowd uh, here tonight as Lawson continues his warm-ups. Just a reminder, in uh, baseball, Smyrna is at Walker Valley. You've got uh, tomorrow Central Magnet taking on Gibson County at uh, South Gibson and uh, Eagleville versus Hollow Rock Brewston. That'll be at Eagleville. And in softball tonight, Smyrna and Riverdale playing this evening. We'll keep you updated. That's the only local game that's going on tonight on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home Scoreboard. John's going to take you through the first few innings here tonight in this one between Stewart's Creek and Shelbyville. Yeah, I'll do one or two. Or four. Zachary Lawson, the right-hander, warming up. He's uh, surrounded defensively with Caleb McLemore at first, uh, Gabe McLemore, Easton Barnett at second, J.J. Odom's over at short, Aiden Swartz down there at third base, and the outfield left to right is Gage Hoover, Taden Munavong, and Coleman Neese, and the catcher, Tonight, as always, Lex Falcone for the Red Hawks. We've seen Zachary one other time against Rockvale, and he had to struggle a little bit early, but then he settled down and really pitched a good ball game. So expect nothing different tonight, and hopefully we'll pick up a win here with the Red Hawks. The Golden Eagles will have William Bobo leading off, Jaquay Beverly, the designated hitter, and then Carson Williams. The first three. Bobo's a right-handed batter against the right-hander Lawson. And we're about ready to get this baby underway. The wine in the first pitch. Fastball swung on, shot to short. Up with it is J.J. Throws the first in time for out number one. So one pitch, one out. Can't beat it. Didn't waste any time there, did he? And to bring up John Quay Beverly, the designated hitter. Talked to him at the concession stand earlier today. He's doing fine. Doing, doing Is he? fine. Yeah, he's a good guy. A lot of times they just stare at an old man. <laughs> they, he talked to me. The wine by Lawson in the pitch. Swung on, fouled back out of play, 0-1. Well, John, there have been two pitches, and they've made some kind of contact on both. So it looks like uh, Shelbyville's game plan is to come up hacking. 0-1 the count. Lawson's ready to pitch. Swung on, chopped foul down the third baseline, and it's 0-2. Well, Lawson's not really thrown anything suspicious looking today. He's throwing fastballs right now. 
And he's down front of Beverly. No balls, two strikes. Could be part of the game plan in the scout, you know, if they're going to come up and swing every time, throw some heat. Outside corner, a little outside, a little too far. Boy, that was a good pitch. One ball, two strikes. Falcone made a good target there. I thought he might catch the corner. One and two. Lawson's pitch on the way. Swung on, fouled at the plate. Wasted no time as Zachary Lawson. One out, nobody on here in the top half of the first. Sectional play, and Brian mentioned Smyrna and Walker Valley tangling it up tonight. That's a quite a long little road trip. One, two, fast ball again to short. Easy hop for Odom. Throw across in time for out number two. So J.J. Odom's been a busy young man here in the first inning, and it's two away. Marston Williams, the opposing shortstop. I think he's thrown one ball. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was an intentional right. ball to the outside corner. And and everybody was. Uh, I mean, it's they're they're. They're making contact. Lawson, the big right-hander, kicks and fires. There's a breaking pitch in there for a strike 0-1. All fastballs until then, and he threw a beauty. Curve ball sailed in for a strike 0-1. Open stance for Williams, the pitch. That fastball up and in. One ball, one strike. Williams, the Eagles shortstop, the pitch into the dirt, goes all the way to the backstop. And the count goes two balls and a strike. The Eagles, by the way, uh, come into this game with an 18-19 and 19 record, and Stewart's Creek 27-5, and five, and they've been ranked in the state in 4A all season. Low. Three balls, one strike. First batter he's fallen behind on tonight. So Williams steps back in there. Lawson wasted no time. 3-1 pitch. Low, he walked it. So a two-out walk to Karsten Williams. And that will be the first wall given up by Lawson. And brings up the cleanup hitter, Nick Johnson, the third baseman. Another right-handed hitter. Not a big guy for a cleanup hitter, but... You're in there for a reason. That means you can hit. So runner at first, two out. From the stretch for the first time is Lawson in the pitch. Breaking pitch. Did he go? No. 0-1. Or 1-0, that is. Nobody in the stands could, or could tell whether he went or not, but they booed anyway. One ball, no strikes. Well, they got, they got a chant going over there in the Stewart's Creek. Swing and a fly ball right field. Boy, that's hit pretty well. It's going to drop into the corner. On his horse and going to be in there with a double is Nick Johnson. Runners at second and third and two out. So what appeared to be a very easy inning. Now he's in some deep water. Hot water, runners at second and third, and two out, and Kyler Trice, the center fielder, up to bat. It just kept drifting away from Nice. He tried, but uh, just bouncing that right field corner. That Smyrna baseball game, by the way, tomorrow. 
at uh, 6.30 Eastern time at Walker Valley. Not tonight. Here's Lawson with the stretch. The pitch. Curve ball in there for a strike, 0-1. Well, Coach Howard said they could hit, and they're scrappy, and they're fast. So well, far we've seen a little bit of that. <laughs> His scout has come to fruition for sure. The 0-1. Another breaking pitch in there again for a strike, 0-2. Well, that was a beautiful pitch right there. Interesting to see what he throws him now. I'm looking for a fastball in the outside corner. No balls, two strikes, two on, two out. The stretch. Called it. The pitch. Outside, one ball, two strikes. Now I'm looking for him to... All of a sudden, I'll become an analyst. Uh, I'm looking for him to go back to that curveball again. One ball, two strikes. Well, he caught him looking twice with it. The pitch. That breaking pitch stayed up and in. And it's two balls, two strikes. Well, this place is packed. Two balls, two strikes to count. The pitch to the plate. Low. This is almost identical to what happened to the uh, to Johnson. Got three and two. Now it's kind of turned in the favor for Trice. Hopper would be next for Shebbeville. Well, a well-hit single, John. Scores one, maybe two. Well, they're going to be going on this pitch, I would assume. Yep. Three-two pitch. Swing and a miss, struck him out. A huge strikeout to end the inning. No runs for Shebbeville. They get one hit, they have a walk, and they strand two. We're going to the bottom of the first. No score between Shebbeville and Stewart's Creek here on State Farm Prep Baseball. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game tonight, the uh, first of two games, or the best two out of three sectionals between uh, Stewart's Creek and Shelbyville, brought to you in part by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, Craig's Tax Service, and Dr. Automotive. Parker Burks on the mound for Shelbyville, and Brian, he looks like he is a soft tosser, kind of a curveball. Off speed a little. There's his fastball there. And his fastball's, you know, what, maybe upper 70s, low 80s? Yeah, I'd say probably more like mid-70s. Lawson's probably in the low 80s. 
defensively. Mason Shavers is catching him tonight. Marquise Wilson's at first. Nick Hopper at second. Carson Williams over at short. The third baseman's Nick Johnson. And the outfield and left is Bobo. The center fielder is Tyler Trice. And the right fielder is Caleb Miller. And stepping in, fixing the step in here for Stewart's Creek, will be Coleman Neese, the right fielder. This top of the order has been very productive. In fact, the first four have been pretty productive all year for Stewart's Creek. It'll be Neese, Severance, and Hoover. Yeah, Hoover's been especially hot. Schwartz just really up and down this lineup. And, of course, Hoover, a Mr. Baseball finalist in Class 4A. The wind by Burks in the first pitch. That fastball sails outside. One ball, no strikes. Looks a little faster with a with a hitter in there. Just a little bit. Maybe he was trying to, you know, psych us out. Or maybe. Never know. Curveball in there for a strike. Right at the letters. One ball, one strike. Nice, a left-handed batter with very good speed. The pitch, that breaking pitch didn't do anything. Stayed outside, two and one. Bird flies through there. Unusual. Two-one pitch. Swung on, shot to short, and through for a base hit. Nice going for two. It throw is going to be late. It's a hustle double for Coleman Nice. Boy, you like that. He didn't even hesitate around first. And a leadoff double. And will bring up Nate Severn. Was this not the place where they had ducks, didn't Geese. Geese, okay, that yeah, they used to flock around. Stewart's Creek is yeah. right, right over there. Uh, they had a nest right going into the um, hitting I thought facility. That, I thought that was right. So runner at second with nobody out for the Red Hawks. Nate Severn's the batter, the designated hitter. Check of the runner by Burks. And now the pitch. Breaking pitch in there for a strike, 0-1. Well, this is what you want, the leadoff man on, and you've got two really good bats, or three, right here behind you. Aiden Swartz had a great game the other night, the game we saw against Smyrna. Now a little word of encouragement by Mason Shavers, the catcher for Shebeville. Yeah, Burks actually asked the second base umpire for time so we could get on the same page with Shavers. Don't you think the coach at Stewart's Creek were feeding those geese though? Don't you don't you think something something weird going on there? I think former coach Bartlett was, you know. Here's a breaking pitch, swung on, popped up, back this way, past my head, past Brian's, and out of play. I think he had, you know, little geese nibbles or something, you know, and would give them, you know, treats and I stuff. I do too. And then he then he blame it on everybody else, you yeah. know. He well he doesn't you know he, he lost have, friendship with those know. though when he got chased and almost <laughs> eaten by one. <laughs> Check of the runner. And the pitch. Curveball swung on a foul for the second strike. Boy, it knocked the face mask off the umpire's head there. You know, that is one thing that I've done a few umpired a few softball games, but I've never really ever wanted to umpire baseball. Never. Because I knew my turn was going to come to be behind the plate. Yeah, I would be ducking, I think. I wouldn't even want to do fast pitch softball. No, in fact that can be just 
about as bad because you're closer. Appreciate those guys that do it, though. One-two pitch. Curveball swung on and missed. And he strikes out Severance for out number one. That was a good breaking pitch right there. I tell you, this Parker Burks is is a different pitcher than, than we've seen in any game all year long. So you probably have to get used to him just a little bit. His, his delivery, especially with somebody on slows, and the, the pitches, even the fastball is coming in slower. So, But he's he's got his first strikeout. The pitch to Gage Hoover, runner going, swung on, a shot up the middle, and through a base hit. And he scores easily. That's nice for the first run of the game, and a single and an RBI for Gage Hoover, swung at the first pitch. John Neese, the, the steal was on, so he was already halfway to third by the time Hoover made contact, and there was no doubt about it. Neese was going to score on that one. one nothing, Stewart's Creek, and here's another hot bat, Aiden Swartz playing third today. Open stance for the right-handed batter. You got Hoover with good speed down at first, the pitch. Curveball over his head. One ball, no strikes. I really think Stewart's Creek, just after watching this half inning here, John, their team speed, watch for that tonight. They may try to steal bases here left and right and get folks in scoring position. 1-0, fastball swung on, foul down the third baseline. Count even at a ball and strike to Aiden Swartz, who pitched a tremendous ball game. One hitter, wasn't it? Uh, I think that was on Saturday. That is that is correct, and he had a no-hitter through five and a third. Also picked up a couple of hits for the cause. One ball, one strike, and then he fakes the throw to first to get Hoover off a little bit, and he goes right back out. In fact, Stewart's Creek hasn't played since that day because they won the first two games of the tournament. Runner going, throw in the dirt, no chance, no throw. So a stolen base for Hoover, and you may be right about that. They know something's up. Stolen base for Hoover, and he's down at second. Still only one out. Hoover had a great jump there, too, and when the ball was knocked around by Shaver a little bit, there was no doubt he was going to be in safe. The pitch, breaking pitch, just a little outside. But it doesn't look like Stewart's Creek has any rust, even though, I mean, that that last game was, you know, on Saturday. So they've had some time to rest, and I'm sure that's been helpful too. 3-1 count, good count for Swartz here. The stretch. Boy, he is taking, it's really slowed down, 3-1. Swung on, line foul. Way deep down to the left field line, foul. Well... The sheep out there have a new toy to play with. Yeah, I saw them, what, last last night, I guess, or Monday night. Mm-hmm. Sheep, geese, boy, you can just find to see about anything out here. It really is in the country, or it was in the country <laughs> yeah, before everything time. popped up. Three balls, two strikes. See what Hoover down does at second. No throw as he steps off. Hoover back. Well, I know that that's not Burke's pickoff move, but the way he came and 
twirled around. Well, he's. I'd be I'd be very surprised if he gets anybody, especially at second. <laughs> he's very methodical. Yeah. On the mound. Three balls, two strikes. Big pitch coming up for Burks. Tours Creek. Here's the three-two. Swung on, drilled deep left field. Still going back and making the catch out there is Bobo. Just missed it. Oh, it's out of here. Did he make it out? I sure thought he caught it. No, he's out. Okay. (laughs) The way he was walking those bases, I thought I'd missed it. Out number two. Well, that's at the Hoover. Deepest part of left field right there, and he had to leap to make that catch, Did not tag tag up, so he's down still at second. My apologies. The way he was walking and the way the umpire was looking at him, I thought I missed the call, but I didn't. Well, he was deep. There's a ground ball to short. Long throw across in time as Williams to Wilson. But Stewart's Creek gets one run on two hits. There was a, a strikeout in that inning as well, and they leave one. We've completed one, and the score, Stewart's Creek one, Shelbyville nothing. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. We're at Rick's Barbecue talking with Anne-Marie Brintz, who says they're ready to feed your entire crew with the family pack. It's a pound of pork or any of our pulled meats, and then you get two 16-ounce sides, and then you get a bag of chips, which are plain or barbecued, and then the buns come with it. And then you get one of our drink choices, which is either a two-liter of one of our sodas or a half-gallon of one of our teas. And don't forget the famous Rick's Loaded Baked Potato. That's the biggest potato you can get. They're uh, right at two pounds. Let Rick's Barbecue do the cooking, 212 Warrior Drive. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Well, thank you, Miss Jeannie Allman. Other State Farm agents like Celeste Middleton, Bud Morris, Emerson Williams, Dana Womack, and Andy Womack bring you State Farm Prep Sports. And it's been close to a decade that they have been the title sponsor of our high school sports coverage throughout the years. And uh, we certainly appreciate our friends at State Farm. And all of the sponsors you hear, they're important because they help us bring you Anywhere from 150 to 175 prep events each season. Well, it's one nothing here as we go to the top of the second. Zachary Lawson will face Nick Hopper, Caleb Miller, and Mason Shavers. The first three. Zachary gave up one hit. It was a double in the first. He's also walked one. The first pitch. A little low, one ball, no strikes. Well, he got the strikeout when he needed it, though, because they had uh, runners in two in scoring position, and they were left stranded. So that was a, a big strikeout. 1-0, strike called. He's also the kind of pitcher, Brian, you better get him early. Yeah. Because he gets more comfortable as he goes. One ball, one strike. We've seen that, <clears throat> seen that in at least two of his outings. Pitch swung on, chopped right at the plate. And he's in front, one ball, two strikes. I just can't get over this weather and how comfortable it is. 
after that hot, humid stretch and rain we had. One ball, two strikes. Lawson gets the sign from Falzone. Now he's ready to pitch. Fastball swung and fouled away. Well, I have to get credit to the concession stands tonight. You know how I like to rate the concession stands. Uh-huh. The uh, hamburger was delicious. The cheeseburger was delicious. Hot off the grill. Oh, yes, absolutely. The pitch swung on and missed. They're going to have to throw him out. And they do for out number one. So Hopper, a strikeout victim. That's number two for Lawson. And I also love how, you know, Todd Harris waits until we're walking away with our food from oh, the concession Oh, did you hear what he stand. said? Did you hear what he told, asked me? Hmm. Oh, you didn't pay for that, did you? Of course. You weren't around. I said, well, if I'd have found an AD, <laughs> I might could have asked. I don't know. Don't get me wrong, folks. We usually pay for our food. Pitch is a ball inside, 1-0. Lawson had some gas on that one. Oh, there are the geese. You hear them? Yep. One, one right over. across them. Pitch is swung on, boy, fouled away. Those geese better be careful. Back in 19, I think it was 89 maybe, Atlanta Braves, Deion James hit a fly ball, killed a bird. Oh, wow. Flew out in the middle of left field. He got a double out of it, though. Pitch is a strike called. I bet that really hurt his exit velocity, though. It it certainly (laughs) did. There was no such thing in 89. Here's the wind of the pitch. Fastball swung again, fouled away. Well, they're just poking the bat out there and, and making contact. I, I, that just must be their M.O. And, and how they want to attack this game of baseball because they haven't taken but maybe two or three pitches all night. One-two pitch here to Caleb Miller, the Eagles' right fielder. Swung on, line fouled down the right field line. Well, what that's going to do is that's going to cause Lawson to have to maybe throw more pitches. He has struck out two. Here's the one-two. Curveball, swung on foul. That was a good good pitch there. He must be seeing the ball really well, too, though, because, I mean, that, that was a hard pitch to make contact with. The sign from Falzon, the one-two pitch. Curveball again, shot to short. Odom gets by in the center field. He kind of did an alley-oop with it, and it didn't didn't loop, did it? Kind of bounced away from him, didn't it? Yeah, kind of bounced under him. We're going to give him a base hit. Can't anticipate a bounce, I guess. Second hit of the game. Or you are the official scorer on this broadcast team. Since when did that happen? Uh, right now. Oh. <laughs> there was no announcement or anything made, you know, press conference. Here's Mason Shavers, the Eagles catcher. Runner at first, one out. Well, I do see an error on the scoreboard. Oh, well, you know what? We're going to give him an error as well then. Well, if the home team does it, I guess, right? <clears throat> yep. Boy, it messed up my scorecard big time, though. Be an E6. The pitch, fastball up and in. Two balls and a strike. I can see, I can see the home line on yeah. the scoreboard now. 
Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Took, looked like he took a little something off of that one. He's got one that kind of drops. And if he gets it in for a strike, it's even tougher to hit. And once those pitches starts working, you know, all those pitches start working, that's why, you know, it's with Lawson, it's get him early, let him settle in. He's going to be a tough cookie. The pitch, fastball, swung on and missed. That's the third strikeout now, second of this inning. And he's one out away from getting out of the second. That'll bring up Marquise Wilson, the first baseman. There's a guy with a backpack. He's getting getting in my way over here. I can't see anything now. <laughs> the pitch. Did he go? They try to throw him out at first, and the ball gets away, and it's going to put him down at second easily. And that would be a throwing error. So getting down to second now is Caleb Miller. He's been involved in two errors now in this inning. Is that the guy to your left that you said had the really big head and you hope he didn't sit by you? Evidently, and very little and very little and very little cash in his pocket. Oh, he's gonna take a beating sitting over here. Do you know that? Does he realize that? Breaking pitch in there, a good one. And so Wilson trying to stay alive here in the second. Check the runner, the pitch. Swung on, shot to short. Odom, almost identical play, comes up with this one though and throws a strike for out number three. No runs for Shebbeville. They get a base runner, two errors in the inning and one left. We've completed one and a half going to the bottom of the second. Still Stewart's Creek one, Shebbeville nothing. It's not just a home or a car. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton. We see your home and car as the time and memories you put into them. Give me a call at 615-895-2700 and let me help you give them the protection they deserve. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack and I run a small business in Rutherford County too. I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-900-0877. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student-athletes from Fans Heating and Air. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. 
Our game brought to you by JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, along with Last Cass's Feed Supply. We're going to the bottom of the second. Stewart's Creek leading one nothing and up to bat here with six, seven, and eight hitters, Falzone, Odom, and McLemore. Alex Falzone, the Stewart's Creek catcher, and the first pitch by Burke swung on and missed. That was slow and slower. And 0 and 1. Dropped off on the right side of that plate. Just dropped off the planet, didn't it? 0 and 1. Here's the wind, the pitch. Tried it again. This time it sells outside. One ball, one strike. Best two out of three. This is game one of the three game series. It's kind of like the outside. Good stop there by Shavers. This is kind of like uh, the way the format is. This is kind of like. Um, the National League or American League Division Series, you know. Or right. Or this would be like the, yeah, I guess Division Series. I guess your championship series would be state tournament. Pitch into the dirt again. And he's falling behind, three balls and a strike. So the region is a is a four-team double elimination tournament. The sectional is a best two out of three series. 3-1 pitch. Fastball swung on and fouled. It's uh, but it really hasn't delayed anything. I mean, at this point, I would think if you had really, really bad weather, it would be a problem. But well, I think there are a couple of things that we have learned through this first year of it, and we'll we'll make improvements. Curveball just missed. No, he called him. Called him out. He waited and waited. I think even Falzon thought it was a strike. But the umpire took his sweet time, didn't he? Strikeout number two for Burks. That was a curveball. Just nipped that outside corner. One of the things that we have realized is graduation plays a factor, and then if you add any rain into it, um, Eagleville didn't find out their opponent until yesterday. J.J. Odom, boy, took it off the chin. That ball hit him. He's going to shake it off. Boy, it hit him hard. It bounced all the way to the mound. Coach Howard's going to take a look at him. He's all right. Not going to take him out of this game, is he? No. Odom won't let him. But he's 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 hurting a little. Legs barking. And it's a oh one count. Burks retired Falzone to lead off this inning. There's a swing and a pop up out of play. Man, I, I just can't get over how those. Uniforms look like the 82 Braves. If they had white hats, it certainly would. Oh, it? yeah. Well, they've got, yeah, with some white and red in it. Powder blue. And the pitch swung on, shot to third. Bobbled a little. Johnson makes the throw and got him. But, boy, what a collision over at first base. That was scary. Well, Odom's just kind of taking it. <laughs> yeah, a, a beating. That was, that was a rough and bad. Now he's hanging, holding his left arm a little bit. Hope he's okay. Well, the throw was really, really high, and Wilson just made a great catch and just tagged him on the way down. That is he? a real scary play, though, for a first baseman to come yeah. down. I've seen players really do some damage to that arm as he comes down. Nonetheless, two out, nobody on here in the second. And that brings up Gabe Black McLemore. Pitch is swung on and a bouncer through the hole into right field for a base hit. 
third hit of the game against Burks. And so we have a base runner with no with two out and Tayden Monavong, the batter. Now talk about pesky little hitter. <laughs> yeah. This is the epitome of pesky. I think he, the game we saw him at Ronville, I think he fouled off 17 pitches. Todd Harris just lost his seat. Did you oh, know I, yeah. From the stretch is Burks. Now we're going to slow it down quite a bit, the pitch. Runner's not going, swung on and missed. Big curveball. If he could get, if Burks can get that curveball over Brian, he's gonna. It's gonna be tough on Stewart's Creek. Yeah, and, and I think now that everybody has seen him, counting Munavong here, that'll help. One ball, one strike. I mean, it's it's got to be different. I, they they may have not, uh, they maybe have not faced a pitcher with his style all season. One ball, one strike to Munavong. The pitch. Into the dirt, gets away. That works. And are they going to send him to third? Yeah, he's going. They're going to make the throw. No, it's offline. So he got two bases on a wild pitch. Unbelievable. So runner down at third. That's McLemore, and here's Monavong. It's be two balls and one strike. Certainly would like to see Tayden make some contact here and get McLemore in. The wind and the pitch. Curveball swung on, hit the short. Up with it is Williams. Throw to first, into the dirt, and again. Wow. Man, Wilson saved him again. He saved two errors that inning. No runs for the Red Hawks. One hit. There was a wild pitch in that inning, and one left off at third. We've completed two now. Stewart's Creek still up, one nothing. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. Man, I think it's a definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. You know you can get expert orthopedic care right here in Rutherford County with our friends at TOA. Live your best life. More information at toa.com. Going to the top of the third, Zachary Lawson has a 1-0 lead, and he'll face the top of the order, William Bobo, Jacque Beverly, and Karsten Williams. 
So far, so good for the Red Hawks. Like a few more runs here, wouldn't you, Brian? Yes, that would uh, that would be what the doctor ordered here if we can get them. Just a couple. Bobo grounded the short his first time up. He's 0 for 1. And Lawson is ready. The wind, and here's the pitch. Fastball inside, one ball, no strikes. Lawson has walked one. He struck out three. And here's the pitch. Ooh, just missed, just a little low. Two balls, no strikes. He's giving up one hit. The wind of the pitch, swing and a miss. That is a very effective pitch right there. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of swinging misses off of that one today. Two and one, the count. I'm sure those infielders will be glad when that sun comes down. Oh, that just missed. Three and one. It's that one pitch that's dropping. It's just a little low. It's And it did it again. And he walked it. Second walk of the game. And the leadoff man is on. That's the first time tonight that's happened. And that's a good thing. Yes. But we've got the leadoff man on for Shebeville here in the third. And stepping in is Beverly. He grounded a short as well. Looking to bunt here. Showing bunt. And coming in in the grass is Swartz. The pitch swinging away. High pop. Shallow center. Who's got it? It's going to be the center fielder, Munavong, making the catch. Round number one. Well, he can cover some ground out there, that's for sure. He had to come in a long way to make that grab. I think he had everybody fooled a little bit by faking a bunt and then swinging away. Runner at first, one out. Here's Karsten Williams, who walked his first time up. He was stranded at third in the first. Shepherdville, they kind of scare you hitting-wise. Yeah. They, they, they like to swing. Runner going. Throw down. Runner's going to be safe. Man, that was close. Just got under the tag. Stolen base for Bobo. It was a fine throw by Falcone. I think it was a strike, I believe. I can't see the sign. Can you? Yeah, yeah it was a strike. Oh, one. One. Come on, 2-2. Two, two. Oh, I finally see the, okay. The balls, the balls, the strike. I see the strikes. Starting to, starting to clear up for me. The 0-1, curveball, a good one. Swung on and missed. One out, a runner at second. Williams steps back in there. He's in the hole. No balls, two strikes. Throw him another curve. The pitch. He did. And it's strike three call. That time, the ball broke to the inside. Strikeout number four for Zachary Lawson. Yeah, he hasn't thrown that inside curve ball a ton. 
but uh, caught Williams looking that time. That was a very good set of pitches there by Zachary Lawson. Here's Nick Johnson, doubled back in the first. Breaking pitch, a little high, one ball, no strikes. Johnson reaches, Trice would be next, but we don't want to see him. Bobo with his lead at first, or second. The stretch, he checks him out there. Lawson pitches to the plate. That curveball hit him. So a hit batter, and it brings up Kyler Trice, who struck out with runners at second and third in the first. So we're getting to the point of we're seeing almost everything. Yes. While a two-base wild pitch, a hit batter. Well, this this place has some scary deep foul territory here, and it's a helpless feeling for a catcher. But if the ball gets away, you turn and spin, you can't find it. And by that time, it's a long way. Two. It's a long way to the screen back here. Yep. And if he gets hung up anywhere or in that gravel, that pea gravel area. It's hard to see, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the pitch. Strike called right at the knees. 0-1. Tries to strike out victim in the first. John Dingens, Brian Barrett with you here from Stewart's Creek High School. The Redhawks lead it 1-0, but... And a little bit of a jam here for Lawson. The wind, the 0-1. Curve ball in there on the same pitch that he struck out Williams with, and it's 0-2. Boy, you kind of feel for Tyler Trice. He's been up with both times at bat. He's had big, big at-bats. Runners at first and second. The pitch. Swing and a miss, struck him out. And that is strikeout now, number five. And the second time, Trice has struck out. No runs, there was a walk and a hit batter and two left. There's also a stolen base in there. We've completed two and a half, going to the bottom of the third. It's Stewart's Creek one, Shelbyville nothing. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. Quick, convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Neighbor State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton at 803 North Thompson Lane near Medical Center Parkway. Celeste Middleton at 895-2700. And on your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard, after two innings, scoreless between Smyrna and Riverdale. 
in the region finals tonight being played at Smyrna. We'll keep you updated on that one. Coleman Neese going to lead it off here in the third for Stewart's Creek. The Red Hawks lead it 1-0. It'll be the top of the order, starting with Neese. Parker Burks with the wind in the first pitch to him. Fastball swung on, five fly ball into now foul territory and going to be out of the reach of the third baseman, Johnson. He made a good effort for it, but just out of reach. Cannot believe this crowd. It's one of the bigger crowds. I mean, these region and sectional games bring in a lot of folks, but this is really huge. Burks with the 0-1 pitch into the dirt and the count even at a ball and a strike. Getting your regular glasses on now? Yeah. I think the sun is setting enough. 1-1 pitch. Swung on, lined up the middle and through for a base hit. Good start. Yes, it is. Second hit for Nice who scored the only Stewart's Creek run here so far and the only run of the game. It brings up Nate Severn, struck out his first time up. I think if you're a batter, you want to look for that fastball. You can look at the curve all you want, but wait till he throws that fastball. Well, Nice is definitely seeing him pretty well. He's had two leadoff hits in the first and now the third. Didn't try to do too much with it, too. Just served it up the middle. Pitch, he's going, and no throw. Stolen base for knees. Shavers tried to come up with it and, and bobble it a little bit, anticipating trying to make that throw. Had no chance, No, really. I know knees went in sliding, but he had no idea that Shavers was kind of juggling the ball. One ball, no strikes, the count. Severance, the right-handed batter, here's the pitch. Swung on, drilled, but it's foul. And the count now, one ball, one strike. One nothing, Stewart's Creek, we're in the bottom of the third. Red Hawks trying to get another run on the board, if possible. The stretch by Burks, he checks the runner. Knees with a good lead down there. Now he steps off the rubber. Knees gets back. I think Knees knew that was coming. I really do. Going to the fourth inning, Smyrna leading Riverdale 1-0 on your Jennings and Ears Funeral Home scoreboard in the region softball championship game. One ball, one strike to count. one nothing here, Stewart's Creek. Runner going. Curveball in there, it's a strike, but a stolen base for Nice. Well, uh, Coleman, all you got to do is till home, and you'll done it all on your own. One ball, two strikes. Well, if the ball gets away from Shavers like it did last inning. Yep. You never know. Yep. The stretch, the one-two pitch. Oh, that almost did. You were almost a... Well, it's Bengali there. I mean, just profit. I wouldn't go that far. Two balls, two strikes. (laughs) Lucky. 
Nice with the lead at third. There's nobody out here. The stretch, 2-2 pitch. Breaking pitch. Outside, and the count full now. He's, he's struggling to get that breaking pitch over the outside right now. You have no idea who I'm going to mention, but Burks looks like a right-handed Terry Forster who pitched in the 80s for the Atlanta Braves. The pitch. Swung on, shot foul down the third baseline. You'll have to Google him. Well, you know, a minute ago when you said, you know, just kind of maybe, sit on huh? that fastball. Yeah. That's what Nate was doing right there. Maybe maybe a little bit more like Rick Mailer since he's right-handed. The 3-2 pitch on the way. Curve ball, had him reaching, popped it up. Johnson says he's got it and does. Oh, he dropped it, but I think he's going to still going to call him out. He was in the process of, let's see. Oh, they say they, safe. Oh, my, why, my, my. I, I think they're going to conference. Yeah. I, it, it looked to me like he had it, and he was putting the glove down to exchange it to his hand. It will be a break for Stewart's Creek if he didn't. Well, the home plate umpire signaled that he would be safe, but now he's also the one who called all the umpires together to have a conference. This is not going to make yep. call him out. And now here he comes. Well, no, I think he's just going to bring some baseballs. I think he knew it. It was it was pretty obvious, really. I'm really surprised that they called him safe. He had already caught it, brought it down to make that turn. In fact, it even turned his head, and then it dropped. Brian Howard is taking the opportunity to talk to the umpire, but it's it's a leisurely chat. The thing that's kind of weird is it, the home plate home plate umpire was looking right at it. Right, and I think that's probably Brian's argument. Yeah. <laughs> well, nonetheless, it's going to be still an out. And Gage Hoover, the batter, singled and drove in the only run of this game so far. It's got a chance to do. It again here in the third. And I can't think of a better guy you'd want to have up at the plate at this kind of situation. Runner third, one out. Good speed on the bases. The pitch, curve, swung on, fouled, popped up, and going to be out of play. I don't know that you're going to see many fastballs coming out of Mr. Burks here in this at bat. Hoover back in there, crowding the plate. Owen won the count to him. The pitch. Into the dirt. Ball gets away, but not far enough for Nice. I don't blame him. If you had two out, I might have tried it. If it's a foot race between Nice and Burks, that would be interesting to see. One ball, one strike. Shavers just got a hold of that enough to stop him. Burks trying to pitch out of trouble here in the third. He's pitched well in this game. Scattered hits, but no damage. Here's a fly ball. This should get the run in if it's fair. It may even be trouble, but it's foul. Well, it just kind of kept hooking foul. If it had been a, a straighter shot there, might have had a chance to go up against the fence. Count one ball, two strikes to Gage Hoover. Runner at third, one out, one nothing, Stewart's Creek.
Single and an RBI for Hoover in the first. Had a great year for the Red Hawks. From the stretch, Burks not pitching. He is pitching from the stretch. Here it is. Swung on, drilled, but foul. Well, I tell you what, they have been eating up that left field line down the third base line all day long. Got a final in tonight. Want to say congratulations to the Eagleville Lady Eagles, the defending class single-A state champion. They defeat Wayne County for the region title 13-2 tonight, so they'll host a sectional game on Friday. A lot easier game than it was the other night, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Line drive into left field, fair ball, base hit. Second run's going to score. Hoover's on his way with a stand-up double and another RBI. Well, that's why he's... A Mr. Baseball finalist right there. So one out double, and it's now 2-0 Stewart's Creek. And that's going to bring up Aiden Swartz. It doesn't get any easier for Burks. He flied to right his first time up. Aiden did. So run is in on two hits. Good base running by Nice. A couple of stolen bases there to get him to third to make it a an easy run scored. Curveball drilled. Deep left. Way back. Caught. Deep in the left field. What a shot. Went to the wall and grabbed it. That was a nice play there by Bobo. Well, this is like an identical. It's, it's like it's identical to the first inning. It is. It did. Schwartz hit it a little, maybe a little bit more towards center field, but he hit it a long way in the first, too. And going to bring up Easton Barnett, who's grounded to short. If he grounds the short, I'm going to, I'm getting away from you. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, it's too weird. Burks trying to get out of the third. The wine in the pitch, curveball, almost hit him, brushed his shirt almost, and it's one ball, no strikes. Run on two hits. Runner still out there. I'd like to get him in as well. Two away in the inning. The pitch. That breaking pitch sails high on him, and it's 2-0. So now Barnett in the driver's seat with the count. 2-0. I'm looking for the first fastball I see. Runner down at second. That's Hoover. He checks him. Now he pitches. Breaking pitch. That was a nice call by the umpire there. Two balls and a strike. Letter high, curveball. Shavers with the sign. Now we're ready. And the 2-1 as he checks the runner one more time, the pitch to the plate. Swung on, shot speared by the third baseman on a great play by Nick Johnson as that ball was well hit. But Stewart's Creek gets a run on two hits. There was a stolen base in there and Hoover's left. And we've played three. Our score now, Stewart's Creek two and Shelbyville nothing.
Hi, I'm Rick Thornton. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and pricing. You can also email Kelly, Winner's Trophy, at Comcast.net. That's Winner's Trophy at Comcast.net. Any award for any occasion. Winner's Trophies, 904-6002. This is Steve Martin of Steve Martin Construction and online at stevemartinconstruction.com. We specialize in custom-built homes and work directly with you to assure that it's the home of your dreams. If you have the perfect lot, we can build the perfect home. Let us take your ideas and create the home you've always dreamed about. You can see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. Steve Martin Construction, online at stevemartinconstruction.com. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game tonight brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Middle Tennessee Electric, Sir Pizza, along with Bowen's Body Shop, and good neighbor State Farm Agent Dana Womack out on South Church Street between Farm Credit and the Post Office. That's State Farm Agent Dana Womack at 615-900-0877. 2 here with uh, Stewart's Creek leading Shelbyville. And last score out of Smyrna and Riverdale softball, it was the um, Smyrna Lady Bulldogs leading Riverdale 1-0. That's in the fourth inning. And Eagle Bowl a winner, 13-2 over Wayne County. Run rule game there. I think Smyrna's thinking about that comeback Riverdale had against Stewart's Creek the other night. Uh, it, they better be. <laughs> in the back of your mind. Here is uh, Nick Hopper leading off the second baseman for Shebbeville and the first pitch from Lawson. Crowded him in there a little bit. One ball, no strikes. Hopper, Miller, and Shavers, the first three here in the fourth. Lawson delivers. Fastball swung on and fouled back. Never know what's going on when he starts playing with the machine. I was just checking our levels a little bit. The pitch. Fastball down low. Two balls and a strike. Oh, I'm right on that scoreboard now, buddy. Yeah. I see everything. Still got a little sunlight shadow, doesn't it? 2-1. Lined into right field and in for a base hit. Nice plays it on a hop. And Hopper gets the second hit for Shebville. Brings up Caleb Miller, who reached on an error. Well, we've still not had a three-up, three-down inning here, Brian. Nope. This would be a good time to get a double play ball. How about a 6-4-3? Or a 4-6-3. I don't really care. I think that would be a very good idea. He did hit it to short the last time up. Showing bunt. Odom playing close to the bag at second, anticipating it. And, of course, Swartz is, could almost touch his bat. Takes a strike, though, 0-1. Well, last time they showed bunt, they swung away. The pitch. Tries to bunt again. The ball, I th- no, a strike. 0-2. Well, let's see with an 0-2 count whether he'll be bunting now. 2 nothing. It's Stewart's Creek leading it. Time run at the plate for Shebbeville. Yeah. 
strong point of Stewart's Creek this year has been the pitching staff. Lawson, fastball outside. I think that was kind of a show me to see if he was going or not. Yeah, and he, he definitely didn't look like he was showing butt. I think he's swinging away now. One ball, two strikes to count. Lawson shakes off a sign. Now checks the runner. And here's the pitch. Swung on, shot to second. Four, six, no. Safe, and the ball gets away. It's going to be another error on Odom. But they did get the lead runner at second. I thought that was going to come to fruition there, Brian. I did, too. I was geared up. I was geared up for it. Unfortunately, they still get a runner to second. But... For Stewart's Creek, they get an out. One away, Shavers the batter, struck out back in the second. He's the Chevrolet catcher. Coach Howard on his way out. I'm not sure if he's – I think this is just a little talk here. I'm not – it may be – well. Well, he pointed over to first as if – Maybe there was some interference over there by the first base coach because it, there was kind of some pointing and then the first base coach for Shelbyville kind of shrugging. So, <laughs> Shrugging? Know. Yeah. Way to be on top of it. Like who, me? What? So runner second. There is one out. That runner is Miller. And now time is called by Shavers. Zachary Lawson, senior right-hander for the Red Hawks. The pitch. Did he go? I think he did, yes. And it's 0-1. That's a hard pitch to lay off of right there. It's a hard breaker. It just looks like it's, yeah. It doesn't break much, but it does. Breaks far enough away, you can't make contact with it, but it just looks fat coming up there. From the stretch, runner gets his lead. The pitch, oh, fastball in there. Wow, that was a pretty pitch. And he's in the hole. No balls, two strikes. Well, he's pitched. He's thrown strikes when he's had to, hasn't he? I mean, it's got that big strikeout each time. The pitch. That breaking ball stells up high on him. All right. Falson with a leaping into the air to make that stop. And the count, one ball, two strikes. Down at second is Miller. Shavers, the batter. Shebbeville batting here in the top of the fourth. Checks the runner. Now he steps off the rubber. See, two runs on five hits, I believe, for Stewart's Creek. No runs on two hits for the Eagles. One-two count here at the pitch. Strike three called. He did give him that call that time. And it's strikeout number six and a huge one as he retires Shavers by Zachary Williams. Six strikeouts so far. We're just in the fourth. And brings up Marquise Wilson, who grounded a short his first time up. And his 
You know, there have been two errors. Yeah. And a couple of throwing errors that really have made him have to work a little bit harder than necessary. Pitch gets by. It's going to make the uh, Miller runner going to third. Miller runs to third. Well, no doubt about that. And that went right through the wicket, didn't it? Yes, it did. Hit the backstop right in front of our mic. Didn't hurt the mic, did it? Oh, no. It's protect- we finally retired the old Zarconi, didn't we? The- well, it retired itself. Did it? It got waterlogged one night in the football game. Decided just to take a bath, and it was it. Yep. 1-0 pitch, swinging a miss. That microphone was with us through the Great Depression and a couple of wars. <laughs> the pitch, swinging a miss. Tried to hold a swing up, couldn't. Braves lead 2-0 over Texas. That's in the top of the third. On our Jennings and Ayers funeral home scoreboard. One ball, two strikes. The pitch, high chopper. Going to be a tough play. They're going to have to go to first and covering is Lawson. And a nice play, McLemore to Lawson. That goes one. I'll make that three to one on the put out. That was a tough play. That was harder than it looked. No runs for Shebbeville. They get one hit. There was a throwing error in the inning, but they strand one. We're going to the bottom of the fourth. Still, Stewart's Creek 2, Shebbeville nothing. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. You in a hurry for dinner? Well, we've made it even easier to order online at SirPizzaTN.com. Tap the location nearest you and begin your carryout or delivery order at SirPizzaTN.com. You can choose from our full menu and we'll take care of the rest. A Queen's Feast is calling my name. Order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at SirPizzaTN.com. SirPizza, you made me love pizza again. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game tonight brought to you by Sir Pizza, Carpets by Osborne, Winners Trophies, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, and Parks Auction. John Dinkins, final inning for me. Brian will be taking over here in the fifth. So let's get some runs. How about it, Brian? Give you a little cushion. It's just 2 nothing, Stewart's Creek. Let's add a couple more here. It'll be Falsone. J.J. Odom and Gabe McLemore, the first three here to face. Parker Burks, who is really pretty doggone good. The line in the pitch. Curveball swung on and missed. He struck out two. He just hasn't been able to retire Nice and Hoover. Right. I mean, it's been identical. Been all the damage done to him, that's for sure. The line in the pitch from the right-hander. That breaking pitch missed inside, and it's one ball, one strike. Boy, you had a dignitary come by just a second ago. Kyle Turnham, the um, girls' basketball coach at Shelbyville and color color analyst for the uh, Blue Raider Network in men's basketball. Michael Hickman, the principal of uh, Shelbyville, was here as well. 
you've known like the last three principals out there. Very I well. really have, yeah, and the director of schools, <laughs> yeah. two of them. Well, they were principal then director of yeah. schools. Yeah. <laughs> one ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Strike called. One ball, two strikes. That curve may have been a little bit of a gimme there, Brian. Foul sewn in the hole. One ball, two strikes. The line by the right-hander kicks and fires. That one in the dirt. Shavers hasn't had much luck with that outside curveball. It's avoided him all day long. Boy, and two and two the count. I wonder where it goes through a catcher's head though, and you know Shavers knows that that curveball's not working, and it gets away from him just about every time. Two-two pitch. There's the same pitch. He made a better stop that time. Well, he's made good stops. It's just right. It's uncontrollable, really. Three balls, two strikes to the leadoff man, Falson. Odom would be next. Sometimes those are things that kind of get in your head, too, you know. And The wind and the pitch. Curveball, line foul. He was waiting on that, baby. Oof. Just foul. And we'll do it all over again. I, I'm... I know this is hard for you to believe, but I'm getting a little chilly. Oh, really? A little bit of a nip in the air. Wow. 3-2 pitch. Falzone grounds it to third. Johnson up with it. Throws to first. Scooped up. Boy, that that Wilson guy can really hang down there at first base. Well, he's had to dig out of several throws from short and from third. Falzone retired for out number one. Brings up J.J. Odom. I just get this feeling, Brian, that we're not going to get a lot of more runs. We're, this uh, Burks kid, pretty tough. Here's Odom, grounded to short his first time up. I think part of it is that he's – the way he pitches is, is just so different, not that it's not effective. Pitch outside, one ball, no strikes. And it, I, I think you got to see him a little bit longer than, you know, one at bat to kind of figure things out. So A lot of breaking pitches. Yes. The 1-0 pitch on the way. Same spot, missed again, 2-0. And he said he's been behind a lot of batters, he, too. I don't think he cares. I really don't. <laughs> yeah, I think he said he's just like going hit to hit, hit a breaking ball. Two balls, no strikes. Johnson's made a couple of nice plays at third for him. There's that curveball in there, two and one. Well, they've completed five innings at uh, Smyrna and Riverdale softball. It's still one nothing. Smyrna leading Riverdale on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Two nothing here. Stewart's Creek leading, trying to get more here in the fourth. The t- the pitch didn't mean to. Self defense swing and it's two and two. He's got, it's like his curveball breaks, he's got a really hard break that breaks way to the outside. Then he's got another one that breaks just right around the plate. And and then that one was on the inside of the plate. Correct. Two and two the count. One out here in the fourth. The pitch. Swing and a miss. That was a good curve that time. Struck him out. Strikeout number three for Burks. And last hope here in the fourth for Stewart's Creek will be Gabe McLemore, who singled and got all the way to the third 
but uh, and finally was stranded there, and that's going to bring up the number eight hitter, Les Mclemore. Then uh, now, then Monavon. So let's see what Kay, uh, Gabe can do against him. Burks winds and pitches. That breaking pitches outside. One ball, no strike. That was a fastball, actually. I can't really, t- it's hard to tell the difference at times. One ball, no strikes. The pitch. There's the curve. Swung on, popped up, left side. Johnson says he has it and falls to the ground but makes the catch for out number three. There's a three-up, three-down inning, and it belongs to Parker Burks. That's end of four innings, no runs, three-up, three-down inning, actually, for Shebbeville, and we're still Stewart's Creek 2, Shebbeville nothing. Brian will have the fifth, sixth, and seventh as we continue. Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890-2233. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers Danny and Randy Brewer have been providing Rutherford County with ASE-certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here, and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutorepair.com. 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. This half-inning brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day, Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones, Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and Prentice of Heating and Air. We go to the fifth. Zachary Lawson still on the mound. It's still 2-0 Stewart's Creek, and he's still Brian Barrett. Yes, um, unless I need witness protection after this game. Who knows with this crowd. Very big crowd here. Just joking. But uh, some fans have decided to use the softball stands to look over the top railing because that's like some of the only spots here. I mean, this place is crawling with folks. Yeah. William Bobo, leadoff hitter, leading off here in the fifth. He's led off the first, the third, and now the fifth tonight. The first pitch from Lawson going to be chopped foul down the – no, not foul. It is foul down the third base side. Come on, man, make up your mind. Well, I had a little hard time seeing that chalk you, out there. You almost made a boo-boo on Bobo, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been sitting on that one for Oh, yeah, all night, huh? since the first inning, man. Oh, that, is a, that is a big name in Bedford County, Bobo. Sure is. Swing and a miss. I'll tell you another name that's big in seven was Rambo. Nah. Rambo's a huge name. Bobo in the hole here, nothing and two. He's grounded to short and walked and has a stolen base. Insel's pretty big, too. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) Fouled back and out of play. (laughs) Yeah, the best thing he did for Rutherford County girls basketball was (laughs) retired from high school. How long has he been in middle now? Oh, gosh, it's been a long time now. 
Breaking pitch is swung on. T- trouble for Barnett. Going to have to try to come up with it. You can't. Bobbled it. And that's going to be Bobo reaching on another error. Well, he bobbled it once, and he still had plenty of time to get him. But that second bobble is what cost Barnett on that one. That'd be the third fielding error. Yeah. Defense hasn't been great for Zachary. Jaquai Beverly, who's grounded to short and flied to center field, 0 for 2 today, steps in, now sends this one into deep center field. On his horse out there is Mudavong. Boy, can that kid cover some ground. That's why he's out there. I thought that thing was in the gap. Fly ball to center field, caught by Tayden Munavong for out number one. Well, Beverly's been a tough out. He's, he's, hit, he's smoked the ball twice and grounded to short, so he's, he's been a tough out tonight. Karsten Williams, three-hole hitter here, steps in with a walk and a strikeout on his ledger tonight. Right-handed batter facing Zachary Lawson. The first pitch jammed him up inside. It's a swinging strike. Yeah, he swung at a ball there, I believe. He steps out, takes a big breath, I think, trying to shake off that decision. Out here would be really big. Don't want Johnson to come up with a couple on. He's on deck as Lawson looks back. Bobo over at first. A sign from Falzone and a peek at first by Carson. Make that Zachary Lawson. The pitch going to come right back to the backstop and get by. And going to hold him there at second, but a wild pitch and Bobo at second. Good hustle by Falzone to keep him from going to third. There's two hopeless, there's two helpless feelings in the world, Brian, because I used to play some outfield. The ball going over your head, and you know it's going over your head and running to the fence to get that ball. And then the other one is a, a wild pitch or a pass ball, and you got to pick it up, and everybody's yelling and screaming, going nuts. And telling you where it's at yeah. you can't find it. Pitch well inside here, and he's really going inside corner on uh, Williams. That's twice he's tried to hit that spot. He checked and held up. The count is two balls, one strike. It's two nothing. Stewart's Creek with the tying run at the plate for Shelbyville. The pitch. That's a beaut. Breaking ball. It looked high and then just kind of fell right into that strike zone. Evens the count up at two and two. Lawson not bothered too much by the runner Bobo at second. He does take a peek back. And now the pitch. Right up the middle. Picked up by Odom. The throw to first. Going to be in time. They throw across the diamond. Try to catch Bobo off the plate or off the bag but he is in safely at third. Good try there by McLemore. Kind of saw him leaning off the bag a little bit as he turned that corner. Throw wasn't bad. At least he didn't get by. A nice play by Odom and a 
Yeah, that was way up the middle and a good hang by McLemore over at first. Odom had to really cover a lot of ground to get there. Nick Johnson, the batter, he has one of the two hits this afternoon off of Zachary Lawson. Runner at third, the pitch, breaking pitch high and inside. It's 1-0. and oh. Two runs on five hits and two errors. Make that three errors, fielding errors for the Red Hawks. 0-2-0 oh, oh for Shelbyville. The pitch. Ooh, pretty close on the outer corner, but it's called a ball, 2-0. Johnson has doubled and has been hit by a pitch, so he's reached in both of his at-bats, his third plate appearance, and now calls time. Steps out to spit out a bug, I guess. Now back in. I think he wanted Lawson to slow up a little bit. Pitch just a bit high. And inside on the breaking ball. He's not giving Johnson very much, and I think the reason why he doubled this the first in the first inning. Well, they're actually going to intentionally pass yeah. him now with the count three and zero. Oh, so it's an intentional walk to Johnson. Third walk of the game. First of the intentional variety, and that's going to bring a little meeting on the mound here for Stewart's Creek to talk things over and uh, with Bobo at third Ideas Tease brings you this uh, short break in the action they're the place in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery specialty items they can take care of anything I mean, I'm talking about if you want to promote your favorite team, workplace or organization you need to get with our friends at Ideas Tease 910 Ridgely Road just off broad between Chewy's and Chili's they can put your logo on anything and get officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise at Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road. Well, Pow Wow is over. And the batter, Kyler Trice, who has struck out twice. Boy, nothing would be better for Zachary Lawson and the Red Hawks here than another strikeout of Kyler Trice. At third is Bobo. Creek leading 2-0 here. Pitch. Oh, hit him in the back. Second hit batsman of the game for Lawson. Well, he'd been flirting with that on that inside corner on that curveball and didn't break. Now, now he's really got some problems. Yep. Bases are loaded. Now, Tyler Trice is the batter. He came up in the first with two uh, with two on and two out. He came up in the third with two on and two out, struck out. Now he's coming in, two out, bases loaded. I don't like the odds. Well, Nick Hopper now steps out, asks for time. Hopper singled to lead off the fourth inning. So he's got one of the two hits off of Zachary Lawson. Bases loaded. Pitch low. No place to put him. 
Biggest jam of the night for Zachary Lawson and the Red Hawks. Clinging now to a 2-0 lead. Lawson with the sign from Falzone. The pitch in the dirt, swing and miss. One ball, one strike. Remember, Brian, there's two outs, so they're going to be running on anything hit. Got two in scoring position, obviously, with the bases loaded here. The 1-1 pitch to Nick Hopper on the way. Low. And the count runs to two and one. Biggest threat of the night. Shelbyville has had base runners now in all five innings so far in this game on just two hits. The 2-1, swing and a miss. Ball dropped over the back of the plate there in a way. Yeah, he's helping Zachary out a little bit by swinging at that. One more just like that would be very nice. Two balls, two strikes, two out. The pitch from Lawson on the way. Swung on, fouled away. Down the first base side and over the dugout. Bases loaded here for the Golden Eagles of Shelbyville. Game one of the best two out of three sectional tournament here tonight. Now time called. Cat and mouse playing going on here now. And Hopper steps back in. The 2-2, fastball. Fouled away right behind home plate. Well, that ball got there in a hurry from Zachary Lawson. Signs being relayed to Nick or Lex Falzone behind the dish and now being relayed to Lawson. Here's another 2 2 breaking pitch. Just misses. Count full. That's a shame, too, because he had Hopper Duck in there. Biggest pitch of the game coming up right here, right now. The count full. Bases loaded. Two out. A pitch to Hopper. Swing and a miss. Strikeout of Nick Hopper. Number seven of the game. And the Golden Eagles strand three. No runs for Shelbyville. No hits in the inning. There was an error. There was a walk and a hit batter. And again, three left stranded. We move to the bottom of the fifth. With uh, make that the um, yeah, yeah bottom of the fifth. And your score is 2-0. Stewart's Creek over Shelbyville on State Farm Prep Sports. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. 1-800-926-7777. 
We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. Whether you have a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply has premium feeds and dog foods you can't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Plus, every Saturday morning, they have a local producer-only farmer's market with fresh vegetables, beef, pork, and more. Customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Andy Womack, located at 1535 West Northfield Boulevard near the Ford dealer. The State Farm Agent Andy Womack, 615-890-0850. Riverdale in the top of the sixth inning took a 2-1 lead over the Smyrna Lady Bulldogs in the region championship game. They're in the bottom of the sixth now. Keep you updated on that score. 2 nothing. Stewart's Creek here. It's Moonavong in the top of the order. Showing bunt. Lays it down very nicely in front of the plate. High throw to first and safe. Shaver's throw to Wilson was high. And Moonavong beat it out on a hustling bunt single. That speed does it every time. Now a little conversation with the umpire. I'm not sure what that's about. He dropped that bunt like right in front of the plate, which the only person that could make that throw was the catcher, and that's that's kind of who you want to do in that situation. And I'm not so sure if that is part of the conversation. Was it in the box? Maybe. I can't, I can't imagine there being any other conversation. Now the umpires for the second time tonight, or maybe third, are huddled up to talk about the Shelbyville coach's concerns. That's really the only thing I can think. He's not going to be happy with the uh, result, and it's going to be a hustling bunt single for Taden Mutavong. And now we go back to the top of the order and Coleman Neese, who's two for two today. Gage Hoover's the three-hole hitter. He's two for two and has driven in Neese both times for the two runs today. Now Coleman has a little different opportunity here with Munavong at first, and he is very quick. Throw over, and he's back. Moonavong is sneaky quick. Well, I don't know, sneaky. You look at him and you think he's quick. Come on, he goes. Left-handed batting niece, runners going, and Shavers can't find the ball. And in standing is Moonavong with a stolen base. Well, with the kind of speed he has, he really puts a lot of pressure on your defense and He's already reaping benefits with that stolen base there. So Moonavong now in scoring position. Nice with a 1-0 count. Burks with a peak back, showing bunt. 
almost got it down that third base side, and I think Shavers took it in the place nobody wants to take one. I'm going to try to run it off here. Dancing around like he's got fire ants in his pants. Well, great, great description. <laughs> kind of pointing at his left knee. Could have hit him a couple of times. Boy, that ball kind of ping-ponged around at the plate. One ball and one strike the count to Coleman Neese. At second is Munavong. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled at the plate. Big, big Shelbyville contingent here. Cheer on the Golden Eagles. They'll be back here tomorrow for a 4.30 game two with the if necessary game after. Hopefully Stewart's Creek can hold on and get this one tonight. Makes the throw to second as he steps off the rubber on the mound, does Burks. Getting that first one is really big in a best two out of three. Two runs on now six hits for Stewart's Creek. No runs, two hits for Shelbyville. Throw down to second. And back safely is Munavong. I am totally blocked right there, so I'm just having to go off of the reaction. Top of the seventh, 2-1 Riverdale over Smyrna in softball tonight in the region finals. I know know there's a huge crowd in Smyrna tonight. Burks looks back at Munavong at second. And now the one-two pitch, swing and a miss. And strikeout number four. And the first time that Coleman Neese has been retired tonight. One away, and Nate Severance, your batter now. He struck out and popped up the third. I'd say Nate's due. Munavong dancing around down there at second. Little insurance down there at second base. Steps off the rubber and fakes the throw to second and runs Munavong back. He's really worried about Munavong and should be. Definitely slows his pace here with a runner on. Pitch from Burks. Popped up back this way and going to be just over my head and right behind us. Falls into the crowd in the stands right behind. I think I saw Todd Harris jump, run up out of his chair and try to grab that one. No, he was trying to duck under our table. Oh, he was? Yeah. Was that who that was? That was him. Scurried around. Let's go, eight. Nothing in one. To Severance. And now Burke steps off. 
I think the umpire's getting a little aggravated at the pace, too. Just reading his body language. Shaver's delivering the sign. Burks with the look back, and now the throw. Back safely, Munavong. No offense, but Munavong's going to have to do something wrong for Shaver or for Burks to throw him out. I just have a feeling. I'm reading your body language now. Seems like it's been a one-strike count forever. Now the pitch to the plate as the runner goes, but it's a foul ball. It's almost like Burks is baiting Munavong. Munavong really, really wants to steal third. He'd like to get to third before Severance makes an out. Hopefully Severance won't make an out. Now, now, now discussion. Well, if we had Jeopardy music, we could play it, but don't have that. By the way, we've got uh, Middle Tennessee baseball for you tomorrow and Friday at 4.45 airtime and on Saturday, 11.45 airtime. Middle Tennessee at Charlotte for the final regular season series in Conference USA play, then the conference tournament at Rice next week. Bob Jamison's going to have the three games for you this week. Going to the bottom of the seventh, Riverdale 2, Smyrna 1 in softball on the Jennings and Ears Funeral Home scoreboard. The pitch to Severance, breaking pitch way outside. One ball, two strikes. John's gone to the jacket. Yep. Wind's kind of kicked up just a little bit, bit. making a little chilly. Look back at second, and now fakes the throw to second. That's got to be at least twice between each pitch. Nate Severance is, if he had brought his sleeping bag, I think he was pitching a tent here. He's been at the plate so long. Waits on the pitch from Burks, and here it is. Runner goes, and Munavong in safely at third. Well, he kind of just felt like it was going to happen. With all of that, and he comes in standing up. He didn't even throw. So now, insurance run at third in Munavong. Just one away for Nate Severance, who's looking at a 2-2 count. The pitch, breaking pitch outside. Shavers with a good stop. Shavers won't have any trouble going to taking a sleep tonight. No. That's for sure. Just think you might have two games tomorrow. That's very true. I'm hoping for a win here and then a win in the 430 game tomorrow for the Creek. Payoff pitch on the way. Breaking pitch. Skied high and deep to left and in foul territory and actually out of the field of play. That's kind of an unlucky break there. Keeping play, I think Moonvon scores. Yeah, have a chance to tag up even 
if it's caught out there in deep left field. Maybe pull a little more to the right. Another payoff pitch to Nate Severance. Popped it up in the infield. It's going to be in foul territory, and Shavers makes the catch. Kind of a circus catch out there, but two away now. That was a big out for Shelbyville. Well, the guy who has driven in both runs in this game, he's two for two. Gage Hoover is the batter with two out and runner at third. Three for three night would be really good right now. Pitch, one on a missed. Well, he was going for the fences with that one. Really got a pretty decent pitch to hit, but uh, it was a little bit too outside. One strike count to Gage Hoover. Moonavong at third. Way high on this fastball. Moonavong reached on a hustle bunt single. That dropped like right in front of home plate and beat it out. And now has stolen two bases to get the third. Here's the 1-1. Breaking pitch outside. Well, I'm sure Burks doesn't want to give big fastball down the middle to Gage Hoover. Two and one. Pitch on the way. Swing and a miss. Went with that same pitch that he got him to swing on the first time, that ball way outside. Severance down to his last strike here. Two balls, two strikes. Parker Burks with the pitch. Fastball popped up high and deep into center field. And making the grab out there is Kyler Trice. Didn't even have to move. Well, that's going to end the fifth inning here. No runs for the Stewart's Creek Red Hawks. There was a hit, a couple of stolen bases, but Moonavong left stranded at third. Let's move to the sixth inning. Your score, 2 nothing. Stewart's Creek over Shelbyville on State Farm Prep Sports. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams. Let's work together to come up with a plan to make those savings goals happen. Call me at 615-459-2683. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-896-2013 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. You've heard people say you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. 
This half inning of our game brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, Jimmy Zanair's Funeral Home, Middle Tennessee Christian School, and good neighbor State Farm agent Jenny Allman, located at 125 Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial Boulevard, State Farm agent Jenny Allman, 896-2013. Zachary Lawson's night is over, and the new pitcher, Brian? That is going to be Easton Barnett. Barnett comes in from second to take over for Zachary Lawson. Aiden Jackson is now playing at second base. I believe we got all of the defensive changes here. It's going to be the 7, 8, 9 hitters for Shelbyville here in the sixth inning. Let's see the line on Zachary Lawson. His night is over. Five innings, no runs, no earned runs. Two hits, seven strikeouts, three walks, and one hit batter. Two hit batters. Pitch inside for a ball, 1-0 to Caleb Miller. He's reached twice on an error. Breaking pitch outside. By the way, Riverdale a winner over Smyrna, 2-1 in softball on your Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. The uh, Riverdale Lady Warriors region champs. Strike right down the middle. Tell you what that means coming up here. I can find the correct bracket. Two and one. The count here. Pitch lined into right field and Munavon with a running grab. My goodness, what speed. I didn't think he had a chance. Had him played perfectly. Played him, shaded him to the right side of the uh, outfield. He has some pretty good speed out there. Knees can fly out there and right. And Munavong and Hoover can fly as well. So that outfield's pretty good shape. Let's see. John, you're going to have to help me here. We've got a pinch hitter. Number 34 for the Golden Eagles. He's going to be batting for Shavers. And here's the pitch. In for a strike on the outside corner. Easton Barnett. Yeah, I'm working on it. That's fine. Nothing in one. Got that one in, too. Kind of a sinker there. Two-strike pitch. Upcoming. Barnett gets the sign from Falzone. Set him up outside. Didn't offer at that breaking pitch. Oh, look up yours. Well, yeah, I don't have I it. Get, I, can, I can find it. I know what to do. I guess I could look, yeah, I know now I can do it too. One and two. And now a little conversation with Falzone gives me a chance to. Armad Coates. Armad Coates. All right. Armad Coates is your batter. Let's see. Coffee County beat Shelbyville tonight 10 nothing. So. 
Uh, that's that is incorrect. Coffee County beat Warren County ten nothing in softball tonight. Pitch in there for a strike called, and the first strikeout on the afternoon for Easton Barnett and two away. Stewart's Creek looking for their first three up three down inning too. By the way, Coffee County will host Smyrna on Friday night in the sectionals. And Riverdale will host Warren County. Strike called to Marquise Wilson. If you win, if Smyrna wins at Coffee or Warren County or Riverdale beats Warren County, they're in spring fling next week. Pitch low for a ball. Coffee County is going to be a very, very tough opponent for Smyrna. Swung on. Chopper right up the middle, deep in the hole. Jackson up with it. Makes the throw to first. Made it look easy, did Aiden Jackson. And that is going to end the sixth inning. And it's a two, a three up, three down inning. We move to the bottom of the sixth. Your score, Stewart's Creek 2, Shelbyville nothing on State Farm Prep Sports. If you're near retirement or thinking about retiring, you probably have a lot of questions. How do you make your savings last? You're ready for retirement, but are your finances? Let's work together to help ensure your finances can keep up with your unique needs over the long haul. I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for an appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. The Blue Raider fan source for officially licensed Middle Tennessee gear is Raider Tees. T-shirts, caps, sweats in all sizes, designs, colors, children's to plus sizes. Raider Tees has decals and license plates to show everyone your favorite team. Plus check out their wide selection of Blue Raider art, jewelry, even golf tee markers. Show your Blue Raider pride with the largest selection of Blue Raider merchandise anywhere by shopping Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, just before the bridge over Broad behind Chewy's. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Bud Morris. You just heard him. Located at 3245 Franklin Road, just down from Franklin Road Christian School. State Farm Agent Bud Morris, 615-893-1417. Winding down to spring fling, Brian, and uh, getting close to that final weekend or week. Well, we are in the final week, really. Yeah. Got just a few days. Spring fling begins really in earnest on Tuesday evening. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are packed. It's Aiden Schwartz to lead it off here in the sixth. It's going to be popped up the first pitch and out of play behind us. He's flied out to center field and left field today, 0 for 2. Schwartz, then Barnett, now the pitcher, and Lex Falzone do up here in the sixth inning. Breaking pitch is going to be lined into right. Coming over to make the catch is Caleb Miller out there in right field for the first out of the inning. He's been snake bit. He's hit the ball well each and every time, but he's 0 for 3. Let's see. All right, we've got a Pinch hitter here, it looks like. 
That is Tyler Husky. Number 32, Husky. Going to be batting for Barnett. A lot of strategy goes in now. I mean, this sectional thing is a whole lot different than it used to be. And so you're not only thinking about just winning one game somehow, some way, you've got to win two out of three games. Breaking pitch in for a strike to Husky. I'm sure Zachary Lawson may have a little bit left in the tank if you needed him for a few batters or something like that. Breaking pitch outside. Well, that's why Burks is still out there because they don't want to waste another pitcher on a game they're trailing 2-0. If he can go here. 1-1 on the way to Husky. This is outside. The sectional in baseball, you have to win two games. Either the first two and not play a third, swing and a miss. And fastball right around the letters, chest high. You either win the first two games or you win the first and the last game or win the last two. You've got to win two games to move on. The pitch, breaking pitch way outside. And if you win this series, you're playing in spring fling next week. The two Class 4A sites are Oakland and Siegel. Stewart's Creek or Smyrna can get there. Interesting about Smyrna, by the way. Here's the payoff pitch to Husky. Missed it low and outside, so it is a one-out walk. And that has been something that uh, Burks has not done tonight. First walk for him. Yeah, he's flirted with it a few times, but first of the game. Falsone, the batter. Uh, Smyrna, by the way, is in the sectional for just the third time in school history. Playing tomorrow night at Walker Valley. Breaking pitch high. Burke's tiring a little bit here. He has thrown a lot of pitches. But he's also had a lot of recovery time in between, if you know what I mean. One ball count to Falzone, who struck out and grounded a third. Pitch lined into left field and a foul ball. J.J. Odom in the on-deck circle. Watching things, getting his mind right. As Falzone looks at a one-ball, one-strike count. And the pitch lined into left field right at Bobo out there, though. Makes the catch for round number two. That was pretty well hit, but... As soon as I saw the ball off the end of the bat, Bobo had already gotten a good jump. So two away with a runner on for J.J. Odom. Odom is grounded short and struck out today. 
Spring Fling will have 360-some-odd events next week. From softball to baseball at several places. Come on, Parker, you got this. First pitch to him is outside. We will have baseball or softball for any of our teams here in Rutherford County that make Spring Fling. We'll also have Spring Fling HQ on the air next week. Throw over, runner back. And um, that'll be Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday and Thursday for Spring Fling HQ. And another note, baseball championship games. Runner goes in the pitch and sliding in safely with a stolen base is Husky. The uh, championship games are going to be back at Reese Smith Jr. Field at MTSU with uh, Division II playing on Thursday and all four classifications playing on Friday. Pitch. Long and deep. Very, very deep. And out of the ballpark, J.J. Odom simply crushed it over the left center field wall. It's a two-run shot by Odom. It's now 4-0, Stewart's Creek. No doubt about that one. No, as soon as he hit it, he knew it. That one was tattooed. Just never know. Based on balls, just a meaningless walk, and you think, well, they're going to get out of this inning, and boom. Yeah, I mean, they're two away. That's a two-out homer by Odom. Gabe McLemore steps in. Base is cleared. He's got one of the seven hits now on the afternoon off of Burks. That came back in the second inning. The 1-0 on the way, way outside. Well, that changes the complexion of this bottom or the top of the seventh. Sure does. Doubled their score output with one at bat. Pitch, swung on, fouled away down the left side, and going to be in foul territory. I mean, there are all the kids running out there find the home run ball now, too. It's pretty cool to see. But, I mean, people are all down the third base line. I mean, all the way down along the fence. Well, they got chairs there. and <laughs> It's just an amazing I, crowd. I give Todd Harris credit. He gave us the best seat in the house. Breaking pitch. Misses outside. Well, I guarantee you there'd be people right here. Too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're very respectful here at Stewart's Creek, though. They, they haven't gotten but one cross look or two. Pitch way inside, and it's a walk. Just kidding, we haven't. That's two walks now in the inning by Burks, and uh, that's going to bring out the Shelbyville coach. I think he's a little tired. It does appear that the gas tank is on empty or on fumes right now, and this may be it for Parker Burks. I don't know if he's going to make that call or not. I, I think it's just... No, they are going to bring in a new pitcher. 
So we're going to have the uh, ideas tees called to the bullpen here as Shelbyville is going to change pitchers here. Ideas Tees, the place in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, and more. 910 Ridgely Road, and they have officially licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise at Ideas Tees. We'll tell you about the new pitcher when we come back. Stewart's Creek with a two-run blast by J.J. Odom, now leading 4-0 over Shelbyville on State Farm Prep Sports. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the Law Offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, Know that we are here for you, too. Here's a question. What do you want from your electric co-op? Fast response if the power goes out. An app that keeps me informed. Tips to lower my monthly bill. Communication on things that matter to me. Done, 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 done. I want to know everything. Everything? Well, young lady, let me show you the MyMTE app. Energy Service Life. That's Middle Tennessee Electric. We're here to get done what matters most to you. Learn more at mte.com. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. 4 nothing here as Stewart's Creek has just hit a two-run homer by J.J. Uh, Odom. Our game tonight brought to you by Sir Pizza, sponsor of our game and coaches show podcast. Find them at wgnsports.com or wherever you listen to audio. That's Sir Pizza on East Main, South Church, and Memorial. Well, your new pitcher is Brody Lovern. He's coming in in relief of Parker Burks, who really pitched well through first five innings, scattered out uh, one, two, three, four, five, six hits, and uh, a couple of walks in this inning, and that J.J. Odom two-run homer really changed this whole ball game here. And Well, the home run is seven hits, so he gave up seven hits. Well, I guess that's true, seven hits on the night for him, on him, but a tough sixth inning. Didn't walk anybody until this inning when he walked two. I I just believe he ran out of gas, Brian. I just didn't think he had anything left. We'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. That only gives them three at-bats to work with when they can get out of this inning. And Tayden Munavong, who led off the fifth, is now the sixth batter faced here. Pitch in for a strike from Lovern. I really think that they didn't want to no, you're right. make that pitching change. But they were really were forced to. Pitch on the way. Runner goes and sliding in safely at second is Gabe McLemore. Stewart's Creek speed on the bases tonight has been a really key factor in this as well. A lot of stolen bases tonight for Stewart's Creek. Four nothing, Stewart's Creek. The pitch showing bunt and pops it left side and out of play. Scoreboard must have been wrong. 
because he, Munavong didn't know either. I, I think there's some discussion on whether there was two strikes or not. Coach well, Brian Howard arguing it. I wouldn't think Monavong would have been bunning if he knew he had two strikes on him. No. But anyway. that's going to be the end of the inning. It's uh, 4 nothing Stewart's Creek, and we're going to go to the top of the seventh. It's do or die for Shelbyville when we come back here on State Farm Prep Sports. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. Tell us what it's like to work at a family business. It's a lot of fun. However, it's a lot of work. Everybody has to pull their weight equally. What do you think are some of the advantages of people doing business with a family business versus a a corporate business? We are here to answer all questions. We're responsible for scheduling jobs. Uh, We're not here to sell you material and pass you off to a list of installers. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. This Fanceroni pepperoni is fancy. Am I fancy enough for the Fanceroni? I'm wearing cargo shorts. But Tim, so am I. Try the Fanceroni pepperoni with over 100 Old World pepperoni. Little Caesars changed the hot and ready classic and added 33% more pepperoni, which makes it 133% better pizza than before. It's really good. Order a new classic online and use our convenient pizza portal pickup. In Murfreesboro on Memorial, Warrior Drive, South Church and Old Fort. Pizza, pizza. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, located in Smyrna at 199 Enon Springs Road West at Hazelwood Drive. That's State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, 615-459-2683. John, we have uh, J.D. Speakman on the mound now for Stewart's Creek to try to close it out. Speakman finishing up his warm-up tosses. He is a junior pitcher. Good outing for Easton Barnett. One inning pitch, no runs, no earned runs, no hits. Struck out one. Didn't walk anybody. It's going to be the top of the order for Shelbyville here. And ready for the first pitch from Speakman. Inside, asked if he went. The appeal is he did not. So it's Bobo, Beverly, and Williams. Breaking pitch in for a strike. Standing in, Bobo. He's reached twice, once on a walk and one on an error. Swinging miss here. And then the hole one and two. They only have two hits in the game. Both of those off of Zachary Lawson, the starting pitcher tonight. Pitch, swing and a miss. And it's a strikeout for J.D. Speakman. Well, just two more to get right here for the Red Hawks. Take game one of this best two out of three. Game two will be at 4.30 here tomorrow, and the if necessary game would be at seven. Pitch, swing and a miss. Threw some heat to Jockway Beverly. Yeah, a little powder river. Beverly's grounded to short, flied out to center twice. This one ripped it 
and speared by the first base coach. Barehanded in foul territory. First base umpire chatting him up about that catch out there. Two strikes on him, and this pitch sails low to Beverly. After the game, we'll have the Prentice also heating and air postgame show. Wrap that up and get you to Braves baseball in progress tonight. Pitch, breaking pitch, jammed him up inside. See, we had uh, Riverdale beating Smyrna in softball 2-1. So Riverdale hosts Warren County Friday in the region or in the sectional finals. Smyrna goes to Coffee County on Friday. Coffee a 10-0 winner over Warren County. And uh, Eagleville softball a winner today. After this pitch popped up right side. Camping under it is McLemore, two away. One more out to get for the Red Hawks. Uh, Eagleville a winner, 13 to one over Wayne County. Last hope here is Karsten Williams. He's grounded to short, struck out, and reached on a walk. 0 for 2 with a walk today. J.D. Speakman. First pitch in for a strike. Speakman is throwing some dirty stuff right now. One strike pitch, breaking pitch. Sails a little bit inside. Red Hawks did something this year they've never done. Pitch, strike called on the outer half. They won a region championship. Now they've been to the to spring fling, I think, like four times. It's the first time that they have hosted a sectional game. Pitch, chopper right over the mound. It's going to be a tough grab out there, and it is going to be a single right up the middle through the wicket. And the inning continues. As Karsten Williams reaches. Well, just to look at Demerson, that two-run homer, that would have been the tying run coming to the plate, but not now. Takes a lot of angst out of this at-bat by Nick Johnson, who is the cleanup batter. He has doubled today. He has been hit by a pitch and intentionally walked. See what J.D. Speakman can do with him tonight. First pitch to him. Fastball high. Throw over to first. Ooh, that was really close. I remember Speakman now. He's got a very quick pickoff throw. One ball, no strikes to Johnson. Pitch on the way, misses low. Now 2-0. Four runs on seven hits for Stewart's Creek. Pitch, misses low again. Same spot. Shelbyville just got their third hit of the inning our third hit of the game, rather, in this inning off of the bat of Karsten Williams. 
And right now, Johnson with a 3-0 count. Takes a strike on the inner half. First strike in to Nick Johnson. Count three and one. We'll see if Johnson takes again. The pitch from Speakman popped up, fouled away. And the count goes full. One strike to get here. Three balls, two strikes, as the umpire makes sure everybody knows. Especially after the last half inning situation. Speakman's pitch. Misses low, and it's a walk. Karsten Williams goes to second. And as John mentioned just a moment ago, how big does that two-run blast by Odom look now? (laughs) Absolutely. That would have made Kyler Trice, who's up now, a winning run, but not the case. Swing and a miss on the first pitch to Kyler Trice. Struck out twice and was hit by a pitch. Nothing in one. Speakman looks at Sackett. Now the pitch on the way. Fastball fouled away right behind the plate. And it's nothing in two. J.D. Speakman needs one more strike to close out this game. He's got Trice in the hole here. Ball sinks outside and low. But Trice still in the hole here. One ball, two strikes. Falzone flashing the signs now. Speakman shakes off one. And now time called by Kyler Trice. Felt like that might happen when he shook off, shook off that first pitch sign. Now he sets the one-two pitch. Misses low and outside again. Same pitch as before, and now a count even after being ahead, nothing in two. He gives himself a little pep talk off the mound a little bit. He knows just needs one more out. Two balls, two strikes, two out, two on. We're in the top of the seventh. Creek leading 4-0. Here's the pitch. Fastball inside and just misses. He wanted that one. He wanted that inside corner, and it did look pretty good. Well, the count is full. Would be a full-blown jam now if Trice reaches. The 3-2. Low, and he does. Back-to-back walks after the uh, Williams single, and the bases are loaded. And that's going to bring Coach Howard out, I believe. Well, he got the first two easily, Brian, and then that little dribbler up the middle kind of got him a little bit... um, 
upset there, and um, now he's walked two in a row, and the bases are loaded. Now the time run does come to the plate. Yes. Coach Howard goes out to have that conversation with the infielders on the pitcher's mound and whatever he said to Speakman. J.D. just kind of shook in agreement. And that's going to bring Nick Hopper to the plate here now. Hopper does have a hit, one of their three hits, but he's also struck out twice. Let's hope he strikes out three times. Here's the first pitch to him, fastball. This is inside. No place to put him either, by the way, so count is 1-0 to Nick Hopper. The pitch. Throw down to first. Got him. Got him. Now game's over. Caught stealing at first. What a way to end it. Well, he just got picked off. He just, I don't know what happened there, but you just can't, you can't let that happen. The base is loaded. All game over, 4-0. And Shelbyville upset, throwing helmets, things like that. Not happy with the way this game ended here. And Kyler Trice, very upset. Well, it's a big win for Stewart's Creek, 4-0 victory. So they take game one in this best two out of three, four nothing over Shelbyville, back with all of the totals and uh, highlights on the Prentice also heating and air postgame show that's next on State Farm Prep Sports. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Baseball. Well, we welcome you back here on uh, News Radio WGNS. Stewart's Creek gets the victory here tonight. It's always good to get that first one, and it's a 4 nothing win over Shelbyville. This is your Prentice Allstep Heating and Air postgame show, by the way on State Farm Prep Sports. Prentice also Heating and Air services all major brands and in most cases offers same-day service. Rely on the Ream Pro Professionals over at Prentice also Heating and Air to keep your home or business comfortable year-round. 615-890-1311, their number, online at PrenticeAlsup.com. That's Prentice also Heating and Air on West College Street bringing you the post-game show. Got uh, all kinds of information headed your way here and. uh 
lickety-split fashion. First of all, our Dr. Automotive player or players of the game for Stewart's Creek. And, John, you've got all of the stats there. What pops out to you? Well, I guess I'm, Zachary Lawrence deserves a lot of credit. Five innings, shutout ball. But I'm going to give it to um, co, co-winners tonight. Gage Hoover, two for three, drove in two runs. And J.J. Odom, who drove in the other two, with a two-run homer. That sounds like a great plan to me. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the long ball. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of, um, I was going to say speaking of a sucker, but uh, that's not Danny Brewer at Dr. Automotive. He's, he might give you a sucker if you go in there. Well, he's got to do something up there. <laughs> Dr. Automotive provides local car owners with excellent auto repair services from ASC certified master mechanics and certified mechanics. Uh, Danny and the real workhorse, Randy Brewer, out there and their whole staff at Dr. Automotive, fully equipped to serve your vehicle repair and maintenance needs out on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna online at autorepairsmyrna.com. A couple of key points in this game, John, and, uh, you know, Stewart's Creek got the first run of the game. You know, they really never trailed in this game. Tacked on another in the third, but uh, I I guess the big change in the game had to be the sixth inning two-run homer by J.J. Odom. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was was totally the... uh the winner because you look at that last inning yeah oh geez if it had been two nothing it would have been it would have been awful uh, but uh or let's put it this way very stressful so um congratulations to uh the red hawks on a on a great play but that sixth inning i think you got to give it to them well that's going to be your keys to the game from craig's tax service tax laws can be confusing so get help with your taxes at Craig's Tax Service, who specializes in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services, call today at 890-2233. And if you missed part of the game tonight, you can check our website, wgnsports.com, and tap on the Sir Pizza podcast button to download or listen back. And get your favorite pizza online now, sirpizzatn.com, for carryout or delivery. That's Sir Pizza on East Main, South Church Street, and Memorial Boulevard. Time for the final totals in tonight's game. They're brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company. That's Josh Houston and Associates and our friends at Winner's Trophies. John? All right. uh, Let's go. uh, We're going to three hits for Shebville tonight. So a great pitching performance totally by Stewart's Creek on that 4-0 shutout. Uh, For Stewart's Creek, Cameron Neese, Coleman Neese with a great game. Two for three, uh, scored two runs. Gage Hoover, two for three, and drove in two runs. J.J. Odom with that two-run homer and uh, scored a run. And Easton Barnett was in front of that uh, two-run homer as he walked in the game as well. And Tayden Monavong had uh, one hit and three three at-bats. And Gabe McLemore was one for two uh, at the plate tonight. Pitching for uh, Shebbyville, it was uh, Parker Burks, five and two-thirds innings, four runs, four earned, seven hits, four strikeouts, two walks. Uh, Brody Lover in one-third of an inning, he had a walk, but uh, retired that uh, third batter that he needed. For the Stewart's Creek Redhawks, Zachary Lawson, five innings pitched, didn't give up a run, gave up two hits, struck out seven, and, boy, they came at big times too, three walks and two hit batters. Uh, Easton Barnett had a perfect uh, uh, fifth inning, 
and uh, gave up only one hit or make that a sixth inning. And J.D. Speakman, although uh, gave up two walks uh, and he got a little scra- a scary and uh, also a hit, stranded the bases loaded and had uh, a scoreless uh, seventh inning. But, boy, it was scary. All right, final score, uh, 4 nothing. Stewart's Creek. And, uh, now Brian only one game away from taking his baby. Yes, that's, uh, that's very true. They'll play here at 4.30 tomorrow afternoon. And if Stewart's Creek wins, they're in spring fling. If they don't win that first game, there will be uh, that will force the third and deciding game tomorrow at seven o'clock. We hope they get it done at the uh, 4:30 game and punch their ticket. We had a fun night here at the ballpark tonight, uh, recapping a few of the scores this evening. Riverdale softball a winner over Smyrna 2-1 to move on. Riverdale will host Warren County Friday in the uh, sectional finals, and it's Coffee County hosting Smyrna in uh, 4A softball. Eagleville a winner, 13-2 as well this evening. And they move on as the Region 5 champion and will host the sectional tournament on Friday at their place. Eagleville baseball, by the way, tomorrow will also play uh, two games versus Hollow Rock Brewston. And uh, if there is a third game, that will be on Friday. Smyrna baseball at Warren uh, Walker Valley, that is. They'll play one game tomorrow and then uh, two games on Friday with the second game being the if necessary game. And that is a look at uh, what we've got going on in softball and baseball. Central Magnet also uh, in action as well in baseball. So there you go. That's an update on everything. We've got Middle Tennessee baseball tomorrow and Friday and Saturday. Hope you enjoy that. And uh, we'll see you at Spring Fling next week here on State Farm Prep Sports. For our producer, Jackson Smith at the station and John Dinkins, I'm Brian Barrett. Hope you enjoyed our game tonight. We're going to get you to Braves baseball in progress, that game in the top of the eighth with Texas leading Atlanta 5-3. to So long until the next time we meet at the game. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game.